Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel slash DC Universe Fan Club. We are now at episode 3, and I'll be discussing two topics today. One, Avengers, the Avengers Infinity War, who has the Infinity Stones. And two, Captain Marvel will make the Hulk look like a weakling, according to Kevin Feige. We'll start with the Avengers Infinity War, who has the Infinity Stones. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, or also known as MCU for shorts, has been united by a single story thread since the very beginning, the Infinity Stones. Almost each one has gradually made an appearance beginning all the way back in Phase 1 of the, fa of the franchise. All that will come to a head in... Um, 2018's Avengers Infinity War but in the meantime uh, we're left wondering where each stone is now and how they'll eventually end up in the hands of Thanos first a little background known as the Infinity Gems in the comics there are six uh, stones total they each carry a unique special property some can destroy entire worlds in the blink of an eye. Others can alter the fabric of reality itself. United together and mounted in the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, they give their own godlike abilities. So, where in the MCU are they now? So here's what we know. One is the Space Stone... Infinity Stone number one, of course, seen in Captain America and the Avengers, and also in Thor, well, the first Thor movie, of course, and I was in the end credit scene. Um, the, the Space Stone, better known as the Tesseract in the MCU, the MCU, of course, or the Marvel slash, oh, sorry, or the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, of course. Um, and it's also known as the Cosmic Cube as well, so you can call it Tesseract or Cosmic Cube or the Space Stone. So uh, we first saw the Space Stone appear as a, uh, a MacGuffin in the first Captain America film. It was used by Red Skull to forge an arsenal of powerful guns and explosives uh, for Hydra. After sinking to the bottom of, of the ocean, uh, the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. dug it up and began studying it themselves in order to construct their known arsenal. Loki then used it as a portal to help uh, Chitari invade New York City in the Avengers before it ended up in Odin's Vault in Asgard, where it remains this day. Um, the Space Stone is most known for enabling its user to travel uh, great distances through, through space through either portals or teleportation so yeah right now that's in the that's in Asgard in Thor's vault so Thanos might make an appearance in uh, Thor Ragnarok so we don't know but or he might um, get the infinity stones in the uh, Avengers Infinity War Part 1 or the um, fourth Avengers installment 
since you know the Russo brothers were talking about changing its changing its name, of course. So honestly, I like Infinity War Part One better. You know, that way, you know, you're talking about the Infinity War. I mean, sorry, the uh, Infinity Stones and Thanos getting them, of course, with his Infinity Gauntlet. Now, uh, of course, you know, if you read, if you have read the, in what was it called, Infinity or Infinity War, whichever one, you know, that's, I think it's about the Infinity Stones, of course, and Thanos making, actually, that's pretty much his comic book, really. So, uh, moving on, we'll be talking about the second Infinity Stone, the Mind Stone, which was seen in the Avengers, uh, and of course, uh, think Avengers Age of Ultron, wait a minute, oh yeah, that's right, the Mind Stone, yeah, that's the yellow one, uh, and of course, Captain America Civil War, and of course, uh, the Mind Stone has popped up just about everywhere, first, first appearing inside of Loki's uh, scepter in the Avengers, the scepter then fell into the hands of Hydra, who used it to grant superpowers to Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. After the Avengers re recover the scepter, Ultron removed the stone to create Vision, mounting it in the android's forehead in hopes of inhabiting the body it's himself. Uh, Vision's consciousness was instead merged with Tony Stark's other... Uh, AI, artificial intelligence, of course, Jarvis, turning him into the hero we now know as Vision. Um, we already seen the stone used um, to mind control others, but beyond that its uh, application in the Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't entirely clear. In the comics, it gives the owner near-limitless uh, psionic uh, psychic abilities making Vision one of if not uh, most powerful beings in the Marvel Cinematic Universe so I think that Thanos is going to get that stone last that's just my guess uh, we'll be discussing the order in which Thanos will pos you know the possible order in which Thanos would uh, get the films I mean, sorry, get the stones, I mean. Not the films, but yeah, the stones, sorry. Sometimes I, you know, speak before I think, so my bad. But yeah, um, you know, later on we'll be discussing, or I'll be discussing with panel, the possible order in which Thanos will get the stones with the Infinity Gauntlet. But one thing I know for sure, you know, the Mind Stone he'll probably get last. And the only way he's going to get that is if he snatches it off Vision's forehead, of course. So, um... Let's talk about, that's, that ends uh, the second Infinity Stone. Let's talk about the third, which is the Reality Stone. Um, we could also call it the Ether, you know, whichever one. Um, the Reality Stone was seen in Thor, uh, The Dark World, so pretty much one film. The Reality Stone was the focal point of Thor, The Dark World, known in the film as the Ether. Dr. Jane Foster played by Natalie Portman, stumbled on it after being transported to a remote cave before it was absorbed into her body entirely. Malakif, who was the main antagonist of the film, then took it, uh, took it for himself as part of a plot to cover the Nine Realms in permanent darkness. 
uh, Thor and company managed to thwart his plan, delivering it to the collector's vault on nowhere for safekeeping. So, in if you have seen Thor: Dark World and uh, haven't seen the in credit scene, uh, well, actually the during credit scene. The during credit scene is where uh, Volstag and Lady Sif go to nowhere to visit the collector to give uh, the ether well actually they visited him so they can give the ether to him and the collector asked Volstag and Lady Sif why the ether was not kept in the vault where it would be safe Volstag replied uh, saying that uh, you cannot have two infinity stones in the same place. It's pretty dangerous or not wise, which I kind of do see his point. So you got you know you got to keep them separate. But of course, you know, collector does have it, so Thanos will retrieve that soon. But uh, yeah, uh, the reality stone. The uh, main abilities are fairly self-explanatory. Um, it can be used to alter the, fab the uh, fabric of reality on a fundamental level. It appears. Uh, it appears in a vicious liquid form. Oh, sorry, viscous liquid form. Uh, Thor's Age of Ultron vision showed it uh, solidifying into a red gem. Uh, that ends that part of stone number three, the reality stone. Well, now let's talk. Uh, let's talk about uh, stone number four, which is the power the power stone uh, seen in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the Power Stone's first and only appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe came in Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, uh, where it was sought out uh, by Ronan the Accuser, Lee Pace, that's the actor, he was also known um, in the Harry Potter films as well, Okay, as a means for destroying entire planets. So, um, of course, Xandar was pretty much the, his main... Main planet, the main planet he wanted to destroy, and then probably destroy other planets as well after he took out Thanos. But unfortunately, well, actually, I wouldn't say unfortunately. Fortunately, that didn't happen, so that's good. Um, yeah, I don't know if he'd be coming back. So, um, Ronan was originally tasked by Thanos to track it down and deliver it, which he probably should have should have just done that instead of you know having it for himself, which you know that's where he made his big mistake. So. Yeah, if that was me, I probably would have just gave it to him. Um, but Ronan uh, chose instead to keep it for himself, hoping to harness its power to obliterate the planet Xandar and kill Thanos, which, well, of course is what I said earlier. Um, Star-Lord and the Guardians of the Galaxy managed to turn it, uh, its power on Ronan and save Xandar, where it currently remains under the care of Nova Corps. Which, you know, they also get that too. Question is how. In the comics, it's also uh, the literal power source of 
uh, sorry, for the five other gems in the Affinity Gauntlet. So that ends that part of um, Infinity Stone number four. Let's talk about the Time Stone, um, which is the green, which is one of the Infinity Stones that's yet to be introduced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I think I have a pretty good idea who has that stone, and I think it's Doctor Strange. So, uh, let's talk about the Time Stone, of course. But uh, while Doctor Strange hasn't um, traditionally been the owner of the, um, sorry, the Time Stone in the comics, um, early indications seem to point towards him possessing it in a standalone uh, movie coming this November. Uh, well, November 4th, of course. The source of his power is usually the Eye of Agamotto, uh, which I think, which probably in this movie, the stone, the green affinity stone might be in the Eye of Agamotto. Um, it's an amulet Strange utilizes for all manner of spells and sorcery, uh, and recent teaser in indicates he'll use it to manipulate time leading to speculation that the Time Stone is housed within the amulet in mu uh, much in the same way that Loki's scepter and a Tesseract hid Infinity Stones of their own. So, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, pretty much you have to weigh about where the stone's going to be at, so... I'm pretty much repeating myself, so my bad. <laughs> Sorry about that. Alright. Um, so we won't have a solid uh, confirmation until we actually see Doctor Strange, but with Infinity War quickly approaching, Marvel is running out of time to introduce the final two stones. So that ends um, number five. Let's go with, last but not least, number six, which is called the Soul Stone yet to be introduced. Well, allegedly anyway. Uh, if the Time Stone does end up making an appearance in Doctor Strange, which it might possibly be in a, be in a during credits or in credit scene, and there's a rumor going on that Al Pacino might be playing um, uh, Adam Warlock, but you know there's a rumor going on that Adam Warlock might have the stone, so let's see. Alright, so... Um, yeah, if the Time Stone does end up making an appearance in Doctor Strange, that leaves um, the Soul Stone as the final stone unaccounted for. Uh, most uh, It's most utilized in the comics by Adam Warlock, of course, which I just mentioned earlier. Which Oh, actually, I mentioned the possibility that he might have it. But in the comic books, um, of course, he has the stone. That stone, in particular, anyway. Uh, whose iconic restorative cocoon um, made a brief cameo in the Collector's Vault in Guardians of the Galaxy. Also, there's also a theory floating around claiming that Hemdel, Idris Elba, of course, has been the owner of the Soul Stone this whole time. Um, with uh, many pointing towards his ability to see through space and the small yellow jewel mounted on his breastplate 
uh, as evidence, of course, um, that's not backed by anything more than conjecture, though. So, your guess is as course good as mine as to where the stones might crop up in the near future. So, um, stay tuned for Doctor, uh, well, in the Doctor Strange movie, you might want to keep your eyes peeled, uh, as far as, you know, the orange stone that has not been introduced, but the green, the green stone most likely will be introduced in the Doctor Strange film. So, oh, that, uh, that's in that topic. Let's talk about our next topic. Captain, uh, Captain Marvel making the Hulk look like a weakling, according to Kevin Feige. Um, so let me warn. I'm going to warn you. The following contains some decision. I'm sorry. Does some discussion of the nature of Captain Marvel's origin in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and can thus be considered to contain extremely mild spoilers. Proceed with whatever level of caution any shiny new knee-based powers you might suggest is wise so not for now sorry now for fans um, of course Marvel Comics Carol Captain Marvel Danvers has long been known to be one of the most powerful figures in uh, the Marvel Universe after all Armed as she is with superhuman strength, endurance, and durability, as well as a fair amount of ability when it comes to um, the manipulation of stellar energy, Danvers has uh, long been more than a match for the biggest hitters around. As it turns out, though... Um, uh yeah as it sorry as it turns out um at that uh, at least uh is uh, the latest uh, word from Marvel Studios head honcho Kevin Feige who recently revealed to IGN that um Captain Marvel is going to be far more powerful than anyone we've yet seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He said, and I quote, which is one of the coolest things about it is she will be by far the most powerful character we've ever introduced in the movie. How do you uh, find those limitations? How do you find those vulnerabilities? It's something that is sort of the uh, crux of the story that we're putting together. Or, in other words, um, Captain Marvel, um, as played by Brie Larson in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is totally going to be, well, sorry, in quote on Kevin Feige's quote, uh, quote of course, after the word um, together. Um, okay, sorry. Uh, in other words, uh, Captain Marvel, is, as played by Brie Larson in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is totally getting to be... Uh, able to take uh, the Hulk in a fight. Uh, actually, that would be very interesting, but I don't see how he's going to defeat the Hulk, but 
unless you knock him out really very, 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 very hard, like Iron Man did Hulk in the um, Avengers Age of Ultron series. So, yeah, he pretty much knocked his tail out. Yeah. Actually, I had put that, I had to rewind that over a few times. Just to, you like, wow, you know, came out of nowhere. But anyway, um, sorry, back on subject. Um, what's more, and it sounds as though she could well be acquiring the ability to do so within the framework of her 2019 set solo movie, as Kevin Feige noted. Uh, of course, he said, and I quote, She has, as you know from the comics, an interesting story, and I think we have a very cool and unique way of telling that story. I don't think it's leaked uh, yet exactly what we're doing uh, with her movie or how we're doing it, but it will be cool. She will prove to be a, a very important character in our universe for all the movies. Well, uh, she might be in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, actually... Yeah, I did hear she was going to be making her first appearance in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, don't... Oh, wait a minute. No, no. Sorry. Not Guardians of the Galaxy. Avengers Infinity War. But possibly Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah, definitely Avengers Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. And, of course, she's going to have her solo movie. And she might be in Guardians of the Galaxy, so we don't know for sure. But definitely Infinity War Part 1. Um... Either that, or her story is set um, to begin, uh, of course, in the Part 1, if any, or film. Um, you know, like, pretty much is, I mean, everyone is hoping it will anyway, so, we'll see. Uh, let's end that. Um... I'm still not sold on the uh, Brie Larson being Captain Marvel, but I tell you what, though, the only way I can be sold is if she actually looks the part. You know, I don't really—I really don't want to see no long-haired Captain Marvel, but if she cuts her hair short, dyes it blonde, and has blue contacts, shoot, I'm sold. So Brie, if you're listening, make sure. You are, your hair's cut short. Make sure you're, of course, get the blue contacts. And after you cut your hair short, dye it blonde. You do that, you will definitely look the part. And I mean the perfect part. So, if you're listening, Miss Larson, hopefully you do that. But, you know, whatever you do is your business. But, or, you know, whatever style they come up with for you, you know, go with that too. But, Hopefully you at least, you know, do the blue contacts. That would definitely work. So, yep, cut hair short, dye it blonde, blue contacts, I'm sold. All right, so uh, we are out of time. Um, stay tuned for next week for episode uh, four. Um, visit us and like us on Facebook, the Marvel slash DC Universe Fan Club on Facebook. Thank you for your time, and thank you for listening, and y'all enjoy your evening. Thank you.
and goodbye. Well, sorry, not goodbye, but thank you and bye.